Growing up, we all knew the cool uncle. Now that we're older, it's time to step into the position our OGs feel. Welcome to Unk's Politicking. What it do, what the business is. Word on the streets, he's an on the hammer is. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Gangsta Brazil. This would have came out back in the day when people was spitting and doing covers hard. This would have been one of them joints you would have got on. I was about to jump on this shit like last week. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the ones that get played, you know, just when they get to that level of a record, everybody get on there and do something with it. Yeah, I was about to do this shit like last week. I just didn't, I, ain't, I wasn't sure if it was too old. You know what I'm saying? It's I, still, it's I don't still think that's gonna get. I think that's gonna be I mean. one of the when things like 50 years when we were like, that's we'll still be yeah. vibing to it. Yeah. Like Frankie and May. Yeah, that's, that's deep vibes. That's deep. Ooh. I, I fuck with it like that though. Organic yeah. icebreaker. I think everything yeah. she's put out so far. I've listened to it. But it's not even her. That's not her. That ain't her. Yeah. It's Wizkid. That's Wizkid. But I'm saying still. I, I, my yeah. To me. You think she the one that put the ice cream on? Yeah. Absolutely. She's one of my Bieber. favorite artists. Fuck out of here, bro. They said it was Justin Bieber. I still, I still ain't listen. I still ain't listen to that version. I ain't say that. That's what they said, bro. I still ain't listen to that version. That shit crazy. Can't get that man that credit. But nah, you're right. Nah, organic icebreaker. That's how we gonna do it. Okay. What's another song that you know for a fact that we came out in our lifetime that's going to be one of them 75? We 75, and it's still coming on the same way. You mean like modern or? any Anything that came came out through our era. We can go back. Let it burn. Go back as far as okay. high school. I said, go back as far as high school. You was younger than that when Let It Burn came out. You uh, were in high school when Let It Burn came out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go from dip, senior dip, year up. Dip said anthem. <laughs> anthem. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Anthem. Yeah. yeah. Dip, dip, uh, what We Do, Freeway, Jay-Z and Beans. Ooh. Yeah, that's another when it come on. I don't think. I think wherever you at when that shit come on, everybody start, start rapping that shit. Um, my Jay-Z joint would be Otis. When Otis come on, I just lose uh, my mind. Let's go. It makes it easier. Yep. John just had to find out about that, that kind yeah, of music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let, I let you rock, bro. I let you rock. I ain't. I ain't. An obvious one is me. That's what. That's what I was. The obvious one is me. Yeah, absolutely. What's another one? What, what's yours? That's gonna be his downfall. <laughs> that's gonna be the. It might be his downfall because that shit too big. Mm. It's like that's a thing. Yeah, he you can. He, he'll never be able to get that again. Okay, okay, mm, he'll okay. never be able to grab okay. it on one of them shits. Er- everything will be seen as less than after that. And then like the impact of that song in that moment, I feel like people still give him a lot of praise and credit from that. You know what I mean? Just how big for sure that shit For is, sure, that meat shit be mediocre. 
That's his. That's his. Uh, can't touch this MC Hammer. Like that's. That's it. They yeah. saw. Once he got, they he saw got other records though. I ain't gonna take nothing away from the nigga. He got other records, but I don't think none of them shits will ever get to that space again. Cause that shit is one of them ones, man. Yeah, it definitely. Have you ever felt a way like that way about another artist, and then they surprised you and had another record that was like that? It is. That's a hell of a question. Let me think. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah, I can't say I have, man. Nah, you know what? But nah, I can't even say that because they weren't so early on the baby. And she only 21 because she is savvy. I was like, oh, this shit, right? Okay. Well, you know what I mean? What else is going to follow? But then he had other records to follow that. Mm. But that wasn't even to the level of that record. Right, right. You know, yeah. Nightmare is one of them ones. Like, right, right. You right. see the other races of people jump up and down when the beat change and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, so. boy, I walked out to that in my wedding. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. That, was, that was different. That's different. That's different. That's different. Uh, damn, man. I think the easy choice is Bruno Mars. Like, what a, like, um,. Oh, you! Oh, yeah. See, I was thinking about it from a rap space, but yeah, that record I'm, right there is gonna yeah, be yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Versace, Versace on the floor too. That, yeah, that's a, that yeah. one too. For, that for on forever, like yeah, now. absolutely. For yeah. forever, that's where everybody going too. Yeah, absolutely. What's the leader door open song? Which one is that? The Bruno Mars. Yeah, leader door open. Oh, yeah, that's that's another one. Like, I think it's it's now it's one of them things. Once kids start to really tap into. The records and they start to transcend age and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it starts to wear a little I know, differently. I know one for me that's gonna always the second it, it, the second it start it's gonna be the same feeling. Some cut. Okay. 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 <laughs> every time, every time that beat drop, it's gonna be the same feeling. Once you hit a mattress squeak. <laughs> it's a yeah. goddamn chair, man. Oh, so you saw that? He said it on uh, during the uh, verses, man. He said it's a chair. Chair in the st- in the studio uh, and recorded the chairs creaking. He was rocking in the chair. That's right. I was like, man, I could have went my whole life without hearing that story. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> Set me up. But let's get it started, y'all. One time for the one time. Can I get a year? Year. What's going on, y'all? Aunt's politics, and we in the garage. Checking in one more time. Super here. Vaughn and John in here. We got Ray in here. We got our special guest. I'm going to let him get to it. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's A-Driver, Mid-Driver, Made in Norfolk. Big four-wheel, all that. Big four-wheel, all that. Big four-wheel. And we got my dog in here, man, representing for the city, man. Yeah. Representing for the city. Uh, depending on how this drop, it's going to be two weeks in a row. <laughs> special, uh, special more connection in here. Yeah. Again, finally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he finally got it. We ran over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks. It was so <laughs> many weeks without it, and then it was two, two weeks, weeks back to back. I was, oh my goodness, I can't believe it later it happened. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, my dog, man, A Driver in here, like you said, uh, Mr. Maiden off of himself. Um, y'all know how Unks do it. That was our icebreaker. We already got that out of the way. Um, so we're going to have a, a, a good conversation with my guy in here. He's going to tell you everything he got to tell you. We're going to. Walk down the timeline just a little bit, and it's gonna be a good conversation, man. Mm-hmm. So, since we already knocked the icebreaker out the way, uh, the first thing we gonna get into, driver, is is letting the people know some of the journey, man. Like, like I said, I, I first came across you way back in yo, yo, it was your senior year, it was my freshman year mm-hmm. at Moore when man, they was. Old. <laughs> 
Damn, bro. <laughs> he's damn. When bro? He's saying he, you he, he said, for real. Hold on. I ain't gonna drop bro. his number, but we we said it off the mic. <laughs> we ain't gotta put numbers to find it. We can just talk about the distance in between. You know what I'm saying? We just talk about the distance in between. Everybody don't know the math though. It's almost been 20 years out of school for me. You know what I'm That's saying? crazy. Wild yeah. Style. But yeah, we, I was just talking about that with my guys the other day. Cause I'm like the elder statesman everywhere, and it be, it be super funny though, cause it's like you don't seem that old, and I don't feel that old, cause I'm not. But yeah, bro, like I'm almost 20 years out of high school. Like, like oh my god, oh man, my god. where did the time go? And serious, you know, man, so. and it's a lot of stuff that you filled up in that in that time that you're talking about since high school. But we we gonna let the people hear some of it, cause it's it's a lot to get to. Yeah. The beginning of it when you first got into the the rap game, because like we said, we were saying off mic, like you like to address yourself. You are a rapper yeah, first. Yeah, first, 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 man. First and first, foremost, yeah, yeah, he's a rapper, no like matter said, what you, you know first, him for. When you first came across me, I was a rapper. Right. You know like so I said, the the same, first time same I seen thing. him, he, he was in a cypher. Word. <laughs> like I, you know hey, that, that was a big thing back in Moore, huh? What? It man, was, a, it was a, a super thing. Listen, man. So, uh, you said it was your freshman year, my senior year. So, Mount was probably like, uh sophomore yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so uh rap was always super big for me you know what i mean but like you know how culture starts to change and you uh-huh. start to see how shit change like battle rap cassidy freeway all that shit started to really take shape like my junior senior year of high okay. school mm-hmm. so okay. so with that um niggas was really heavy on they we gonna rap shit now everybody wanted to rap everybody wanted to battle so you know that was just my approach to it bro i just I, I uh, was having a conversation with one of my homegirls, my, my girl Queen, the other day, and she said, you were a professional rapper, like the first professional rapper I know, like you took that shit serious from the jump, and that's really what it was. Though. Like, real, real, real. like as soon as I was like, y'all, nah, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. So yeah, even in high school, bro, like once I like shit started to really happen, I was the nigga at all of the ciphers in the cafeteria, outside after school, going to other uh, nigga schools and shit. Like I put my first mixtape out in 2000. Five, two thousand six, maybe like in high school. Mm. You know, what I mean, niggas to this day be like, "Yo, drive." I still got the tape from when you was a junior. I'd be like, "All right, word, that's, that's what's up, bro." That's like, crazy. I don't have none of them shit. So if you watch this shit and you got them <laughs> shits, bring that shit to me at the store so I can get a copy of it. But yeah, nah, like I've been really a professional rapper. I say for a long time. So yeah, it was really a thing at Mori though. To, to answer though, bro, like I was doing the battle shit super heavy, and then uh, when I left, Mount took that shit and just made headhunters with it. Saying like for real, for real, that shit is to to say I see I've seen that sh- his platform go from us being in high school for real, like loving battle rap and that yeah, being my yeah. brother from that to him being like, nah, this is what I'm gonna do, and that shit just taking off. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure, yeah, it was really a thing for us. For sure, it was a thing. The teachers knew, security knew, to the point where yeah. like to the to, I mean, my nigga, like one time I remember I battled. Uh, shout out my man Jay Blunt. Shout out to Blunt. Blunt's a legend out here if you ask me. But we battled in f- after school in front of the buses because in more, you know, it's a street. Mm-hmm. So after school, everybody releases out through the side doors. We 
talked about the shit for a week. Friday, everybody met right there, and it was like the school the was whole, right there. The yeah, whole yard, bro. It was like, niggas that bro. Like, one of the lie. things, bro, was like. N- niggas that drove to school stayed right there. Stayed like. Niggas was, got picked up stayed yeah, right bro, there. Niggas that walked home stayed right there. Yeah. Niggas didn't catch. Niggas missed a bus. Niggas missed, missed buses. Dog. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was, <laughs> it was like, crazy, though. It was one of them things, man, because Blunts was uh, from Park Place. He was from out the way, and he wasn't in school, but he was rapping, and I was in school just going crazy so Word. he was like yo i'm pulling up so it was like a whole thing my nigga like for sure for sure bro security was like y'all go ahead ain't nobody fighting or nothing you know what i'm saying but niggas just missed they had they had an understand they had an understanding they had an understanding like this crowd ain't like her it ain't a fight crowd it's yeah. like they just getting to it real quick that, yeah, that was that's what it was yeah see no of you had like they had rap rules but i don't never remember seeing battle rap mm, on yeah. campus nah, like they did that. like Mixtapes and you yeah. did like true verse crew type shit, but never no battle rap. So that's different. Bro. What year were you in high school? I graduated 08. I graduated right. with Mouth. You graduated with Mouth. All yeah. right. So yeah. So that's the thing though. So like with me, I was in 06. So um, I'll say I was like one of the first people that I was seeing like trying to record. You know what I mean? So it makes sense though, because if you was like two years behind me, by the time niggas started really like settling in, the thing now is to make music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We gonna start. That's just the tr- like I say, the growth of the progress of the shit. Like, cause I really like was like on some. All right, I'ma just battle niggas. Then now, fucking, I'm making me- music now. Mm-hmm. And then I started to see more niggas battle, and then more tapes started to come out a little bit after that. So it do gotcha. make sense though. It makes sense though. Not to say I was the first nigga making mixtapes and shit, but just thinking about how it was though. Like a- after like the battle and shit, for me, kind of died down. I started to really see a lot of tapes though. Right. A whole lot of tapes though. But that's fire in the sense of just the niggas being in school making music though, having the thought of doing that. It's just. I wish I was in high school now. I'd be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, it's crazy you said it. Cause it. They get into it. You talked about recording with Kino. Yeah. I remember I grew up I, middle school through high mm-hmm. school, college, like seeing Kino. That get to man. Where he at now, yeah. right? That like, man. Hey, that nigga, he put us to work first. Yeah, man. Niggas but, don't understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he, before, like before we was recording, he, he mentioned where he first took them uh, to the to studio, record, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. spot. Oh. It's not. It's not. It's not even there no more. Right. It's gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember, I I pulled up to that spot too. Yeah, like, I remember that was a that's a legendary spot. Yeah, Radio Ready in, in the city of Norfolk, yeah. man. Like, yo, that was one of the first real studios, uh, like accessible studios that niggas had. You know what I'm saying? Quality. Yeah, quality. Real like, you studio. could go into it right and feel yeah. like you was really in a studio. The shit overlooked the city. You know what I'm saying? So if you downtown and you want to feel like you need a little vibe, you look out the window, you can see the city skyline and shit. So it was cool, man. It, it, it served as a home for a lot of niggas out here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like starting out. Yeah, for sure. So a, as it grew through high school and after high school, uh, as you grew, rather, mm-hmm. after high school in the rap game, I know you started to get on like touring and like really get into it because I, I remember seeing you out on a tour. Yeah, yep, yeah. A, a few a few different tours you was a part of, but yeah, like, yeah, man. So um, not to cut you off, bro. I'm sorry. No, yeah, you good, you good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So like, once I graduated high school, um, I was still like putting out music like super heavy and shit like that. But I was also working. I was um, working at Sports Zone. Sports Zone ain't even around no more. But at the time, Sports Zone was a sneaker store and shit. Janif. Janif Shopping yeah. Sports Zone okay. and shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, was a, uh, I was a manager at a sneaker store. And, you know, like, this is, like, pre, like, 
sneaker culture really like taking off right before the, it was shit, right before the, you know what I'm for the for the, the hype beast yeah, yeah right this was like at the 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 cusp of the hype beast yeah. era you know what i'm saying so um by me being like directly in that shit me and my homeboys was like yo we gonna make i was well i asked my homeboy mike you know what i mean what should the next project be about and he said let's make something about sneakers because we work in a sneaker store so you know i was like i bet so i sat down and made a project you know about sneakers not in the sense of like a shoe it was like from a first person perspective of a nigga waking up going to try to get a shoe not getting the shoe trying to run around get the shoe throughout the day mm. finding the shoe when you get the shoe now the shoe restock damn the hype didn't kill the yeah. shoe i don't even want the shoe no more <laughs> right you know what i mean a that real, was the whole premise of the sh- yeah concept yeah, it was a concept so we did that and then in with the store i shot a movie uh around the audio and we went on a tour that was the first one that was in like 2009 2010 mm. that was the first one and i did uh five dates it was supposed to be like eight or nine mm-hmm. but they ended up firing me though which is fine which is fine hey you know what i'm saying but i did five dates uh sure it's fine i told yeah. you look man i told you man you can be like hey niggas you see where i'm at now this is yeah facts facts they fired me man and I ain't even mad because it was love. It was like a mutual separation thing because okay. they knew I was just doing too much. I had so much going on. But it was uh, supposed to be nine dates. Every Saturday I did a different show at a different store location. And we gave away a Jordan that released that Saturday and, oh, and like played the, played the movie in the store and shit while I performed. Mm. Like I said, we did a couple dates. Then after that, they were like, man, you're just doing a lot, man. And we just don't know if you know you being here works and for both of us. I'm like, I feel you. I'm gone. So, you know, I left, uh, left Sports Zone. You know, I was outside a little bit, running around, still doing music. Um, and, like, a couple years later, like, um, I ended up bumping into my man, Real Carter. You know, maybe, like, what's this, 2019? In between that, I did a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. But, you know, just to get to the tours and shit like that, to 2019, I met Real. Real Carter is a and R for Rock Nation, you know. Jim. Oh yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Jason's yeah. nephew, like first nephew, like hey, the kid in the rock in the Rock Nation. I mean, Rockaware ass back in the day and all that type shit. Like, Word. He really in the office, so he came here, um, just on some random man. He was on a tour looking for uh, artists as a, as an A R. You know, your job is to find talent. Mm-hmm. He was never one of them. He said he's never been somebody that wanted to like play the numbers game like online because you can. Just, play with the yeah. numbers you might see a nigga he looks sweet online yeah see him in person and shit ain't that so uh this particular tour he was out um just looking for talent you know and they came through broadway man and randomly my cousin called me and was like yo man my man bought real Carter out here bro it's jay-z now if you go holler at them niggas drive i said all right man whatever so i get out there and my nigga tyson was djing Mm. You know, Tyson, shout out Tyson, yeah, man. Shout out Tyson. Tyson another my, legend yeah, in the city brother, man. Tyson had already had all my show tracks and shit so I was like, all right, I perform. Um, I did the little showcase. Then after they just started hitting me up, it was like, yo, you got music, you got uh, representation. Like, yo, who like, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, bro, it's me. What y'all niggas trying to do? You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ready so, for business. Yeah, I was like, what we doing? So he was like, nah, you know, uh, we working on this independent album. We trying to release uh, under Equity, which is an independent uh, company under Rock Nation. It's the indie label that they have. He was like, you just looking for talent. You know what I mean? We recording in Atlanta next week. If you can pull up, shit. All right, cool, nigga. I got in the car with my nigga Barry, cause uh, his sister, <laughs> his sister Riz, living in, in the A and shit. Yeah. And I was like, nah, nigga. I just, I, I was broke. I ain't, ain't gonna hold niggas. I was tight. You know what I mean? Shit went what it was. I was like, I need to just get there. If I get there, I'll figure the play out. So 
I got there and I uh I do all my own recording and shit, so I took my own studio and shit too. Word. You know what I'm saying? So okay. just on some on some shit like, you know, cause Barry's sister record, he she a rapper, Riz is a battle rapper in the A, but she rapped too though. Word. So, okay. So I was like I was like, yo, we gonna go and um, get some work done. So Riz, Riz sound familiar. Why that name sound familiar? Sound she don't know you. Nah, she went to more with me. She went to more. Yeah, she went to more. She went to more. Well, nah, he said she a, a battle rapper yeah. in, in the A, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm. Yeah, she not. She been on a couple circuits down there. In the okay. But, um, yeah, my thought was like, we're going to be down here for four days. These niggas told me, you know, the, the studio, he got a studio session booked for two days. Uh, All right, while we down here, I don't plan on sleeping. You know what I mean? Barry shoot video. I'm going to bring the studio. Your sister rap. I rap. We just moving this whole next three, four days. This what it is. You know what I'm saying? So we get down there uh, and plans kind of go that way. You know what I mean? I get to the studio. When I got down there, I got down there late. I got to the studio with them niggas. They already like three, four songs in and shit. So mm. I walk in and the vibe is kind of already together. And it's like, oh, this is the guy from Norfolk, man. What you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm chilling, bro. You know, just trying to rap. I started cracking jokes. And then the beat started playing. And I was like, oh, nah, y'all niggas about to, nah, hell nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? So uh we started recording. <laughs> and yeah, we started we started recording and I just had to let them know I was there. You know what I'm saying? And okay, okay, that's what that means. Yeah, All right, I was, I was gonna ask you to yeah. elaborate. All nah, right, okay. Nah, the beat stopped playing. I was like, oh nah, y'all niggas got me fucked up. I done walked in an hour late. Y'all already friends, buddy buddy and yeah. shit. <laughs> Everybody that made it look because the session was like fifteen niggas, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, so it's like it ain't a situation where I'm walking in and it's just me, him producer yeah no, no, it's like nah, we, these are artists that they have gathered from the other dates that they've been on mm-hmm. everybody okay. trying to make yeah. a cut it's, it's a po- it's damn near a posse record exactly right. everybody trying to make the cut and not even in the sense though because he was like kind of like orchestrating the play like all right y'all take this beat go over here do this okay. y'all take this go over okay. here do this you know what i'm saying but like i said by them norfolk was the last stop niggas went to while they was on the tour so uh, all these artists already got a rapport they know yeah around the they, they know who been know contacted who already like, i'm the nigga that's last like oh right whatever bro we all right cool you know what i'm saying nah nigga y'all really here for me <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas know but um yeah nah bro that shit, that's what it was man i went in there we did the session i uh did like four records that night and it was just Niggas, it was funny because, like, them my niggas, though, they all my homeboys and shit. But I could just see and feel the shift, though. Like, yeah. was like, oh, nah, this nigga came from Yeah, right. okay, you know, yeah. He came uh, won't won't pay him no mind yeah, now. He now we know he got to pay attention. Yeah, but, you know, and like I said, just back to me taking my own studio, the next day we were supposed to go to the session again. The studio, they got double booked. You know what I mean? So niggas couldn't record in the studio, so I ended up recording the second half mm. of the project. So that in itself just resonated differently. Yeah. So after we put the project out, the tour went to the second leg of the tour and they took five of us back on the road and that's when i was on the tour uh it's like one of the main acts on the tour and shit. yeah we okay yeah, we was in rock nation and all that and shit. You know, yeah. I, mean, I had the little offers and all that cool shit, i you know i say so, I, 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 vi- I vividly remember that tour yeah yep yep that was the second half you said this was 19. nah it, so this the 19 is when it started we went on the tour when 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 was the pandemic 2020 2020 so all right so no, I'm not lying. 18 was the first half. Okay. 19 is what led into the second half, the second leg of the tour. Then when we were about to start going uh, on the third leg of the tour, COVID hit. Oh, yeah. Bitch ass COVID. Yeah, COVID hit. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Bitch ass COVID. Because we had shot, uh, we shot three videos from that album. Like, and like the second half of that tour, bro, that shit was like, I was really on some, like, I'm a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, niggas was like, we got dates and 
uh, Boston, driving your ticket at the airport, go get it, meet us over here. All right, cool. We got, yeah. we got to see, like, like take, just take you your luggage. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, just like, take yo, your just, luggage. Just you get everything here, you handled. Know, we got you. Just make sure you get here. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, all right, cool, bro. You know, uh, my nigga Carnell, when the album came out, we had done like a promo run in New York on some some fire shit, bro. Like, mm -hmm. It was like, yo, we doing this press run in New York. We going to this is fifty. We going to uh, a source meeting and some other shit. And then we got a show at SOBs. We need you to pull up. I was like, all right, I need my man Carnell to come with me too. They was like, all right, cool. We go to Norfolk, bro. They had niggas like on this little ass plane. I was like, bitch, we made it. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and you on a jet. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was cool though. We went up there, did all this shit. And like 14 hours, and they flew niggas right back. Right back. Niggas right back. You know what I'm saying? Did your thing, got the check, and came home. Yeah, right back. Now, I want no check. I ain't even gonna front and tell niggas we got paid. It was no compensation in that. But you know, um, the love. Exposure. The, the conversation was the exposure and the opportunity. I tell niggas all the time okay. there, there are certain things that you can't buy. You know what I mean? There's certain spaces and opportunities that you can't buy, relationships that you can't buy. The relationship that you know I got with real. Um, is one you can't buy. Like, you know what I mean? When I was in high school, they asked what you was going to be doing in 10 years. I wrote sign to Rockefeller on the board. You know what I'm saying? In high school, you know, like, no bullshit. Niggas will tell you this shit. And even though that didn't completely come to fruition, I can completely say I didn't been around all these niggas, you know what I mean, that you have heard or seen on these videos and shit. And it's on some, oh, yeah, you a driver from Norfolk. They familiar with me. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's even, even though I might not have, uh, I guess fulfilling. I ain't gonna say fully fulfilled it. Cause niggas still call me all the time. Driving when you put music out, man. <laughs> what you doing, bro? We waiting. So you know, it's more so me than them at this point. But yeah, bro, I've accomplished a lot. You know what I mean? And just to be able to do it from here in this space is is dope. So yeah, like yeah, for sure, for sure. That tour was fire. That tour was fire. We went somewhere. Talk your way. shit, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. Talk your shit, bro. Like you said, bro. It's it's crazy. It's crazy that. You know, from the from the day I first seen him, I thought he was a rapper. Till when he said he felt like a rapper. Word. But we ain't here. We ain't here last night. We talking with G. We like, yeah, we had to drive up here from the North. We like, I didn't know he was a rapper, but this is what shit. It's my good word. Roll up, play that shit. Niggas like, no, 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 no. Okay. But but like you you were saying the tour, because at what point did you get the storefront? Because you was doing made in Norfolk. A long time, yeah, 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 a long yeah. time before you actually got the storefront. Because I, I want you to talk about the beginning of Made in Norfolk yeah. too. But go ahead and tell me when you got the storefront. So uh, Made in Norfolk is actually uh, ten years old. Ten mm. years old now. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yes, sir. March 12, thousand twelve. Mm. The first official post date of any Made in Norfolk product. So I use that as the anniversary date because okay. I remember the exact hat that I got made in the picture and shit, but mm -hmm. I do not remember when it was so like i know when i posted the picture i know why i posted okay. the picture you know what i mean i know all of that but was, i'm not sure if i got the hat was the it the same bucket? day no 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 it was a black and red made in norfolk snapback okay. and i uh i had got it because i had a show you know what okay I'm and i was performing and made in Norfolk. saying that i was made in norfolk was a part of my introduction you know what i mean when i would go out of town or when i would do shows anywhere that nature you know what i mean What's up, y'all? It's Samir Driver. I'm made in Norfolk. I'm your cousin from down wherever, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so I mean, that's how I would kick it and lead into like the shows and shit. Uh, when introduction, introducing myself, so I started putting on hats um, and clothing, and just because um, I always felt like you know rappers associated themselves or branded themselves with where they were from. 
you know what I mean? That's just a part of it. Like, all my favorite rappers was always, like, I'm from this place. And yeah. we would associate this place to them. Like, you know, it's hand-to-hand. So, yeah. I'm from the town. I can't say I'm from no place else. Right. Like, you know can't what I'm saying? So, that's that's what it was. Um, uh, Like I say, 12 years, 10 years now. We started in 2012. I got the first hat made. Uh, initially, it was just, like, merch for me. You know what I'm saying? I would wear it. People would ask for it. Like, my niggas would ask for it. So, I would give them out. Yeah. And shit, hats and shirts and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then I kind of got smart with it, bro, and started leveraging the merch with DJs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, you know, I rap, I do music. This is a part of my branding also. Hey, take this A Driver CD, but also take this Made in Norfolk hat and shirt mm-hmm. for this spin. You know what I mean? Like, play my song. My yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it was, I ain't going to say payola because that shit illegal. But, you know, I just was, I was just playing the game, though. You know, and I always tell people that you got to play the game. Sometimes you got to give to get. So, you gave somebody a mutual interest. That's all. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know, and even if it's like, all right, I fuck with you as a rapper driver, but now you got a product that I can fuck with, too. Mm-hmm. Right? You know I mean? right. All right, cool, bro. You know, you know what? I'm going to really play your song now because I like you as a rapper. You a cool nigga. And you just gave me a hat and a shirt. So, uh, like I said, that's how it started. I just was leveraging it. Then as I saw the demand start to grow for it, um, while I was working in sports on one of my partners, my partner now, Carnell, was working there with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Shout out my name, Carnell. Yeah, my name. Certified. Yep. Certified chicken chaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. brother. Yes, sir. That's I my think, brother. Okay. Nigga right okay. There from I didn't, okay. I think, Shout out my name, Carnell. Shout out my nigga, Carnell. I was sure. When you first brought his name, I was I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know you're talking about. Yep, yep. So. Um, like I say, 2000, I was working in Sports Zone. Um, and then, like, I don't remember what year specifically, though, but as it started to get bigger, I was like, yo, I see just people really wanting this shit. So I was like, yo, bro, help me um, just expand on it. You know what I mean? Like, you from the hood, bro. You from out north, you know, nigga. Like, if we can really gain a whole sector, because I was, you know, from being from Morgan and shit, all my niggas was from Park Place, mm-hmm. shoot Park area. So, like, yep. I was that was kind of like sold up in a sense, yeah, like you know, up. all my niggas was gonna wear it because it's me. They right. see that side of town, yeah. like all right, Sleeves, you from over here? Like let's work mm-hmm. this market like this. And bro just took it, man, and ran with it. You know what I'm saying? And had everybody out his, out his way wearing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And no of you actually, I will say, is one of the first neighborhoods to really like largely embrace uh-huh. and us, hold. you know what I'm and saying? Hold. Like, and hold, bro, like, for real, for real. It's right, like, it's right there. Yeah, it's fast, fashion, bro. man. Facts, bro. Like, the hood, the I caught my first shit from Tiny Giant from my nigga Carnell out the back of the red Acre, nigga. He had, he had them stacked up like Facts, this. bro. Like, this 20 is, different colors, nigga. This is, this is like every other shit. Friday, bro, he, we got new drops, bro. Mm-hmm. Every, we was on it. The success of this shit is completely uh, uh attributed to he and i you know what i'm saying because i by me being a little bit more active from a like social space of uh-huh. moving around and shit people got to see it there right. and then by bro being really on the ground uh-huh. moving around like you say pulling up the tiny giant with the hats and shirts in the trunk and shit it would be like damn i keep seeing this nigga talk about this shit all the uh-huh. time and now i keep seeing this nigga with these shits uh-huh. like so we was Sending really like shits all around the motherfucking place we was really like beating niggas in the head with that shit and each, each and every opportunity we got then from there you know bro branched off into certified chicken chasers you know what uh-huh, i'm saying uh-huh. yeah certified chicken chasers is moving and doing well also so yeah we just it, it's just been a lot of work a lot of uphill battling people see it they, and i tell people all the time they feel like it's overnight but it takes 10 years you know what i mean this shit was 10 years in grinding and just he and i both uh investing a lot of time a lot of time into making it 
uh, available and accessible to people. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of brands mess up at. You know what I mean? They'll have a shirt or two, but then they don't have enough or they don't have the uh, means of making it accessible. Mm-hmm. That's something he and I were always on, bro. If I got to pull up here, if you got to pull up here, if I got to do whatever, we going to make sure these people get this shit because they got to be able to get it so, yeah. you know, it can be seen. Man. Man, I done gave so much shit away. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you show love, I'm going to show love just because I want the branding to be seen yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the more that it's seen yeah the more people in, in, in the whole gonna feel like they need to have it right like, i need to be a part of this because so many other people oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> i'm from the beach so like I, we just had a discussion on facebook like not too long ago on my facebook because i said i'm about to get some made in norfolk merch and yeah. they was like they gonna they gonna like gene yeah. check you i'm yeah. like no, what? Not. So look, if anybody ever asks you and you get some made in Norfolk merch and you're not from the town, tell them made is the acronym. It stands for make a dollar every day. You know what I be saying? I went to James Monroe Elementary. Oh yeah, you from the town then? In, in kindergarten. You from the town? <laughs> so in like kindergarten. For real, <laughs> for real. Right there, like, for real. <laughs> but yeah, nah, yeah, made is the acronym. It's uh, make a dollar every day. Make okay, a dollar every dollar day in Norfolk. Day. So even if you're not from the town, if you're getting chicken out here. You know, and it is cultural in itself, though. You know, I feel like to that to that space now, people wear Brooklyn T-shirts, New York hats, Crenshaw, whatever. They ain't never been there. You know what I'm saying? So this is like our piece of our sector. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, so, something, it's something to represent for yeah. the town. When did you see it, like, really take off? And he was like, yo, we need a storefront. Like, so I um, went nip that. Okay. I ain't even going to lie, hose you. That's, so I had already... I. I had always said I wanted a store. I had I will not say that the whole idea came from that. I had always said that I wanted a store. Like my niggas would tell you in 2013 I was talking about I'm gonna get a store and I had three t shirts. You know what I'm saying? But I had always said that. But at that moment though, I was like, you know what, man? You just don't know how this shit'll play out. You just really don't know how this shit'll go. So like, do you just wanna do something? on a level that it's like, oh, you just did it? Or do you just want to really create a legacy behind, like, do how do you want to be remembered for the things that you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, you know, I feel like this is one of them things that would really, like, separate me and the branding and then just solidify as something that people needed as a part of the culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, um, that, that happening in itself was like, yo, nah, man. Like, because I was a big Nip fan prior to, you know what I'm saying, like, around, um, the Crenshaw project when he was selling a hundred dollar tapes and shit is when I really started to like figuring yo I can do this same shit because I got clothes and I can package and do it the same way real, real. you know what I'm saying so like I was looking at it like you know what all right these the, are just the stepping deal. Right. stepping stones like all right bet I got the clothes I got the music let's get the store and then after Sun died uh my nigga Big Steve bro just randomly came I was working at Jimmy Jazz and Military Sucker Mall randomly walked in the mall one day I was like driver what's next for you bro and I was like, man, you know, I'm, I think I want a store, bro. Every time I I'll get a job, it's in retail. You know what I mean? People always walking in here asking me where my shit at. Like, bro, I seen you perform. I heard the music. Like, where your clothes at, bro? Like, what you doing, bro? So I said, you know, I feel like that's next. So he was like, nah, nigga, you know, the cheapest rent at the time is this military circle. Yeah, yeah. My space is a part of the mall. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, so, I ain't know yeah, that. all that's, all that's it's on the circle. same sign, bro. It's on the sign. Okay. Yeah. It's on the sign. Yeah, that's okay. all, all that shit's military second wall. So he was like, yeah, the mall, man, they got the cheapest rent at the time because he was uh, just putting his furniture store in the mall. So he came in. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Furniture King, Steve. Uh-huh. Yep. Big Steve. Yep. Okay. Big Steve, Ghetto Trophy. That's my brother. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a storefront off North Yeah, yeah, that's the second spot. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
he uh just threw, threw it out there and i was like all right cool and at the time man i was my mom lived in poplar halls she still lived in poplar halls and my car was fucked up so i was walking to her crib and she would like take me to the crib so i didn't have to call an uber and shit. and no bullshit. he came in the store we had this conversation i'm walking to the crib and the store is on the corner with uh-huh. a for lease sign uh-huh. and i was like now if you from the town you know that's GameStop. yeah mm-hmm. talk that shit. Yeah. talk that shit. Yo, that's GameStop, bro i didn't walk past that shit a million times like that i say like been there for, Halls, bro. It's forever. forever been there it's forever bro. it ain't so, never been empty before right, never right. been empty bro listen <laughs> so, crazy. so listen i'm walking past i just just like damn like damn all right so i leave go go to the crib you know go back to work the next day and I, when I tell you, like, this shit happened in sequential order like this, it no bullshit, like, was day after day like this. I had a conversation with Steve. I leave. I'm walking to the crib. I see the store. The next day, I come back to work. I'm walking through the mall. And uh, shout out to my man Scandalous. They work on Hot 91. Scandalous uh-huh. and my man, uh, the artist, Fonz. My, they did the, the, mm-hmm. the art gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mall. yeah. They were in the mall talking to a lady. They was having this conversation with the lady. Bro, I'm on break. I'm just walking through the mall. And they stop and just start showing love. Oh, driver, what's up? You know who this is to the lady and this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. She was like, nah, I don't. Who are you? What do you do? I was like, oh, I'm a mayor. I own a uh, clothing, clothing line. It's called Made in Norfolk. She said, you own Made in Norfolk? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, this is a, you know, a, a black and, like, uh, Asian lady. You know what I mean? Like, a middle, middle-aged lady, bro. So I'm like, how you even familiar with me? She was like, my kids got mm. sweatshirts and hats and stuff like that in, that, in my house yeah. already. Like, you want, you're trying to have a store here? I'm like, yeah, like. You know, I was talking to my man Steve and this, that, and the third. She was like, all right, we're going to make this work. The next day, you know what I'm saying? The next day, Miss Anita and Big Steve walking Jimmy Jazz. And she was like, come on, I got the keys. And because I, she, and in the, in the, in the midst of us standing out there, I was like, yo, it's a store outside. It's the old GameStop location. I walked past it. I saw that it was vacant. I'm interested in seeing that. She was like, all right, I'll let you know something legit, my nigga. Like, yeah. the next day, again, I'm at the store, standing behind the register. She walked in with him. Come on, I got the keys. We walk out, walk across the street. She was like, "This place been open. It's been vacant for three years now." I'm like, damn, for damn. Real? damn. damn. For that I was like, for real? Damn. Huh? She was like, "Yeah, GameStop been going forever. It's only been Ashley Stewart over here for like the last five or six years or so." And Salon Ten and shit was on the back. You know what I mean? The check cash and joke. Check cash and place going down too, but like the check cash and place. Oh, so mighty. The check cash and place, Ashley Stewart. Sykes Health Food and Salon 10 is on it, was there for like long, long lasting, you know, long standing. GameStop had been gone. So, one of the sandwich, a sandwich shop. That uh, shit's over there. Slotsky's yeah. turned into living room. Damn. You know okay, I mean? damn. Oh, the little Slotsky's club. The club damn. And it turned into living room. And Slotsky's had been closed. He didn't make us a long for a fun fact. Yeah, Slotsky's had been closed for like a year, two years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. that, that okay. joint was gone like, for a saying. minute. Niggas are so familiar with the space. Yeah. You know is that space vacant now in the living room? Picky dealers ain't in there no more, nigga. Yeah. So I'm not sure it was at one time. Uh, it is a uh, lodge right next door okay. that was trying to occupy the space. I'm not sure if they have because it's still vacant. Like they got the, they still got the windows and all that boarded up. Yep, yep, yep. But they do have a kitchen. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff is still right there. So right. yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> Look at the alley. Look yeah, at the alley. you know. <laughs> but um, what he was saying. Yeah, man, that's just, that's what it was. They came in the next day. She had the keys. We went and looked, and that shit just started rolling. It was like a snowball from there. That's very like, similar to the story that uh, JJ shared about Miss Anita, yeah, about 
that's how all. Oh, yo, yeah, nah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Jay Z definitely worked yeah. with Sunita. Yeah, yeah, she, she was like when he was doing the, the yeah. uh, pop up. Sh- yeah, the I had to think about showcase. who you talking about. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, he he shared the same. Yes, he said, shared the same. She sentiments. was super, 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 super aggressive when it came to like getting urban based businesses okay. into the mall. Okay, like, it she was like really got a mindset yo, for like, it. So her sons, her sons are super involved in the culture too. Kato, shout out to my dog Kato. Kato has a studio out here. That's her. That's her son. I went to elementary school with that nigga. Yes, dog. bro. That's her son and uh, and J Rock. J Rock is a DJ. He does. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the, the showcase is, but they're her kids though, nonetheless. Okay. So she's super like already invested okay, in tune. Yeah. Okay. Here, you know. So once she started seeing certain people trying to do certain shit, she, like I said, she was aggressively like, Nah, let's get this done. So within that span, she got me in. She got Steve in. She got uh, JJ in. Um, um, I think Palladori came a little after her, mm-hmm. but it was like Ooh, a heavy yeah, one. yeah, set, yeah. Boxing gym yeah. is in the mall now because of her. Like she was pushing, like nah, we gonna get uh, y'all in here. The, you know the, the one, what's it? The one stop space that, that my sister was yes. using for the uh, uh, Mike, okay, Mike, okay. yeah, Mike Lamel. That's his name, Mike Lamel spot. The hair, the hair spot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? She was bro aggressively pushing like. Uh, uh, urban-based black, black, black-owned businesses to get into the mall. So she was like, like I said, it was le- legit day after day after day. It was like, all right, you got your business license? All right, cool. You need this amount for the deposit? All right, cool. All right, you got this? All right, cool. Here go the keys. All right, what do you need? You need fixtures? All right, Legends closed uh, years ago, but we still got all the fixtures and shit left over in the mall. You need mannequins? Come on, we got all that. Here. You know what I'm saying? It was like That's a love. Yeah. That's clutch. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, it was just, it was a flow, bro. Like I say, snowball effect. And once that shit started rolling, it rolled um, back to the tour. We was on tour. I was on tour the second half of the tour at that point. Uh, and we went to Detroit. And I got to go to Detroit versus everybody. I don't know if y'all ever seen uh, that. seen the shirts that say Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Walker is a guy from Detroit. He kind of has a, a store based kind of like the same concept. Um, but he got like nine stores over Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got to talk to bro. He was like, yo, man, you going to kill him. This, that, and the third. Just giving a lot of game and advice. Then when I came back, September 21st, 2000. We open. And it was the week of Shag Fest because I was on Shag Fest. Mm. Yeah, I was on Shag Fest, the Legends of Summer Tour with Meek and Future and uh, Megan. Yeah. I was one of the openers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. opened the store the next At day. At the amphitheater. Yeah, we opened the store the I next day. I was there. I seen you out there that mm-hmm. night. I seen you out there that night. Yep. Wow. That's that. That was man. a great story. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that, man. And that's, yep. still, that's still a few years ago. That's still. Yeah, like three years now. Like you know what I'm saying? There's talking a, about the space in the between. Yeah, that well, oh. just just that we 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 kind of caught up to the day. I'm just yeah. now we now we at made it off with the storefront, right? And how much made it off with the storefront has been able to do? Right. How many other things has been able to right. be hosted in there? How right. many right. how many how many collabs have came since you've been in the store? Right. We was talking about. Most recently, you you with the Jeezy concert. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, somebody we had on the pod before, my man Q. He done had uh, the rap battles in, in the in the oh, store. Oh yeah, the, uh, 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 survival of the bars. Yeah, yep. survival of the bars. He had survival of the bars in there. Y'all hosted yep. that. Y'all y'all have just had so much going on with yeah. the store since you've been in there, and just you yourself since you've been in the store. To, now I talk about since you opened the store to today. We just been blessed, man. Like nothing short, because uh, even though prior to opening, you know, Made in Norfolk had been around for seven, eight years, 
it's still kind of a shot in the dark when you just jump into something. Like I had been working retail and retail spaces for a while. You know what I'm saying? So so running a store wasn't really difficult for a nigga, but you know, having your own is just something in itself, having a creative space. Uh, and like I said, we've just been blessed, man, because since since having the store, people have been super receptive. Like you said, you're not even from the town. Right? You was trying to come get you a maiden. I was. You are from the town. It's funny because I, I grew up out of the beach where my brother, I have five siblings. Uh-huh. They from Norfolk. And okay. my parents are from Park Place. Oh, yeah. So, that's so like, my, like I told my mom and my dad today. The whole time, he might know your brother. Yeah, I'm pretty, my brother always, like my brother, the first person I've seen with Maiden Norfolk merch. Who is your brother? His name Jordan. He, um, he, go to, he went to ODU. He... He do a lot of stuff for like the community. I probably do. Like you talking about Fatty? Uh-huh. Oh, Fatty, my Fatty's not my real brother. Well, I know, I, I know. Um, he rap. Yes, I know Fatty. Yeah. He <laughs> mentioned he mentioned him That's earlier when he yeah. just said yeah. about so Fatty like my little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I told my parents today. I was like, yeah, we um we gonna interview driver, and they like my dad because my dad from Park Place. He mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, let me know how it go. Like they they was excited. See, like, I used to, man, like, I have lived so many lives out here, man. I used to be a teacher, too, right? So I taught at James Monroe for, like, six years. Oh, that, for six years, bro? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know it was years. that long, bro. That's crazy. Hey, listen, man. I told you I'm an old nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was that long. I definitely remember that yeah, just because yeah. that was, like, you, you, social media help you stay involved with people's lives. Like, right, you just right, see right. stuff. I definitely remember my man in some khakis mm-hmm. and, Yep, he had a made an awful stamp on him. Yes, no way. Nope. P teacher driver. You know, <laughs> but all that, all that stuff was cool. Though. All those experiences kind of shaped me for the space that we in now. You know what I'm saying? Because I still interact with the schools. I'm still super active with the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm still involved with so much shit. So a lot of the things that I've done in the past is all like made way for all the things we got going on now. So that that in part is kind of why we so blessed in the store. You know, just from me being. Like you said, it's cool that your parents even felt that way. Like, mm-hmm. that was cool. Just me trying to always maintain a, a, a positive, I guess, uh, presence with myself. You know what I mean? And then all the different spaces that I've been in has been able to translate into what we're doing now. So, it's fire, man. Shit's still moving. You know, we are, we are, we are deeply rooted in the culture of the 757 at this point. And that was my goal. That's 100%, man. It's just speaking about the culture of the 757, made it awful is a, is a badge. When you sit, when you see it, you 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 put it. When you put it on, you I me I speak I for myself. I town without at least. I one speak I ass. speak for myself. I don't leave the town without at least one piece. On somebody me. somebody when you pack that oh, that little weekend bags, I need at least a couple pieces to, for them to know where I'm coming from. You got to, <laughs> and you know it's like it's that in itself is something that I wanted. Like I wanted people to feel that pride when they put it on. Like niggas wear New York Yankee hats, like I said. And they super like feel prideful in that when they from New York. No, I'm from New York. You see the hat, nah, yeah. nigga. This our this our Yankees. This is our whatever. Like you know what I mean. When you put that shit on, Everything. when you go out of town. Like I've had so many people say, "Man, I done been cross whatever and had on a Made in Norfolk shirt." And somebody stopped me and said, "You from the seven five seven? Yeah. You know what I mean, and it's just like <laughs> on Sunday at something in the water, piece. a lot of people had on Made in Norfolk mm-hmm. stuff. That's yeah, spark conversation all yeah. the time. Conversation piece. Oh, I got having people that was in the military. Yeah. I know all people about know. Norfolk. People like, know. Yeah. Okay, man. Okay. Yes. People know. It's, yes. it's definitely like I said. It's a badge. It's a flag. It's, it's a stamp. Whatever you want to call it, man. You you hit the mark as far as what you wanted it to stand for. I'll say that. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that, right? You know what I'm saying? But 
The way the way you was uh, you got something on? I think I, I was gonna go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So we talked about how Made in Norfolk is a pillar in Norfolk, right? Specifically, military highway, military circle, that right, area, right, right, right. Want to dive in on your takes and your thoughts on the redevelopment plan from Norfolk for military highway and military circle? What's your thoughts on that? Because you know, they, they, it's a lot of things that they could bring it up. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts? Um, you know, redevelopment is is just a part of change. It happens. Unfortunately, you know, uh, there always has to be some people that are at times displaced due to that. That's just a part of the game. Um, I feel like as long as the plan is inclusion, you know, you can't ever be mad at it because it's got to happen. Progress, uh, change has to happen for progress to occur. You know what I mean? There's no way you can have one without the other. You know what I'm saying? You can't have growth unless there's some type of change. So, you know, in that, my thing is just always making sure that the, the small businesses that uh, have sustained the area prior to, you know, said redevelopment occurs is inc- are included in the thought, you know, going forth. Because, uh, like I said, we are rooted in the culture of the area to this space now, you know. Um, people are familiar with the, the, the store being there. You know, they are... Um, uh, from familiar with coming there, familiar with military circle, familiar familiar with my space. Like I said, you know, we all knew it as GameStop. Like if you are somebody that is uh, a true town uh, uh, advocate or, or, or person from the city, you just are familiar with the space. So even though change has to happen, I just hope that the plan to include those that are keeping everything moving is is a part of that. You know, because if you put big business back there, it's cool, but it ain't. It ain't the culture, you know. You still, you still have to maintain that aspect of it. So that's all. Like I say, it's it, change has to happen. You can't fight change. If you fight change, you fight a losing battle. Especially when you're trying to fuck with city council and government and shit like that. They gonna roll all that shit out the way. Do what they gonna do regardless. So you can't fight against it, but you just want to make sure you include it. So one of my things is just making sure that we have these conversations. You know when those those stages come up for us to have them in other platforms and shit we do that just so people know that we here you know what I mean? well i can i can definitely respect that as far as demanding your 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 space yeah that's demanding all. that the voice of the people be heard because like you know it, it happened organically it did happen over a long time but that was like right that was work right you put in work in the city Right before sure. you had a pl- uh, quote unquote true place, I don't, I don't want you know the, the brand had a place, but you literally right, yeah, have a home, a, right? Facts. A physical place, right. right? And as soon as you establish that, after all this work, the talks want to come around, right? So yeah, for damn sure, you 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 are in that group of people that stand in that, especially in that area. That that should be involved in right, what's right. gonna happen next, especially when they talking about you know trying to keep it in the, into the the idea of a retail or shop area. Right. You know what I'm saying? If that if that's what y'all want to turn it into, then keep the people that's here. Right. Just make it look better. You can you you can advance it. Nobody's like you said. You can't fight advancement. Right. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Can't. We just we just ask for equal inclusion and equity in that. You know they try to uh, get rid of that word equity because of what it means and you know equity is like fair opportunity and that ain't something that people ever want to talk about so but that's all we want for real man is just a fair shot a fair stake and a chance to be included in everything that's going on you know don't 
try to include niggas from a place of it being unfair, like, you know, high-ass rent. We're going to give you an opportunity to be able to rent $30,000. Nah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Not realistic. Yeah, like, yeah, include, include, have the have the thought of inclusion from a fair space. That's all. And make, make equity an option. I have a question. Have you put out any music since you opened the store? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has it, like, since, because I feel like, like we said, it, like, blew up. Mm-hmm. Have, like, more people been listening to the music because they know who you are because of the brand? So that is a very good question, right? And it's so very funny to me how frequently people be like, bro, I did not know you was a rapper and you are this good. Like, oh, my God, man, like, you really nice for real. I'd be like, yeah, bro. Like, So uh, I will say that uh, I have seen um, a spike in the listener base, you okay. know what I mean? Since, yeah, since opening the store. And it just it's just funny, man, because I'm like, for real? I thought y'all was fucking with me because I was a rapper. I just, just guess the clothes just took precedent, but it's cool. But you know what I mean? It definitely, definitely has shaped that way. Hey, on some, on some real, sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's pivotal for artists to have the city behind him for where he come from. Yeah, right. For sure. I think I think Amazing. that's pivotal. For sure, for sure. I think your brand, like, give it a couple years, bro. Oh yeah. When you take off, your brand gonna be right there, and yeah. you gonna really put Norfolk on. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, that's that's just that's just one of my goals. Yeah. For sure, for sure. You know, like it's a, like I said, it take ten years for them overnight things to happen. So, I at one point in time I used to be like, damn, bro, this shit taking forever. I'm an old nigga now, but now I don't even see it that way because if I don't tell you that I'm 33 years old, you probably won't even know. And then on top of that, like I feel like age brings wisdom. You know what I mean? 33 and, ain't old. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? I feel like age brings wisdom, and, and with, with certain successes, you just need to be in a certain mental space to, to, to receive and be able to uh, move with it in the right that you need to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and then right. to, to navigate with it. So I age feel like, helps perception yeah, so much. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I feel like if a lot of things had came my way 10, 15 years ago, I might not have been able to receive and uh, utilize the opportunities as I have Looked now. it off. Yeah, so. You know, I, I don't pay none of that shit no matter. It's a, it's a slow grind, but it's a grind for sure. Like, me and my man Biggs, uh, Biggs calls it uh, accumulated interest, if I'm not mistaken. He says after you accumulate enough interest, it turns into something. Uh-huh. So that that's what it is. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. He said, think about it, bro. 3% worth of interest don't sound like a lot, but let that shit stack. Yeah. That's the loose change idea. Right. Yeah, exactly. Every time you spend a dollar... Whatever that change you get back, you eventually that bucket gonna fill up. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's the same mentality. That's yeah. the same mentality. Yeah, he's the same shit. He like you know you, you just compiling shit. You just compiling shit, and at one point it's gonna hit, and everybody gonna be like, "Damn, that shit hit!" But then we look, and you pulling all this baggage uh-huh. with you. Like I've been doing all yeah. this shit too. I got yeah, a bag. So, resume. Yeah, so, I got a bag. Yeah, I got bro, a so bag. Pay that shit. It's just we working. So yeah, once it get there, we get there. Well, since since we back on it, since we back on it, uh, when when the people gonna hear from you next on in the rap tip? Uh, probably next month. Probably next month. I'm trying to get a project out next month called the Big okay. Four Wheel Project. We been putting out freestyles for like the past two weeks. I got two new freestyles out. Um, but after that though, yeah, probably probably the Four Wheel Big Four Wheel Project. You got a uh, you got a brand with that thing, man. Another you got made an offer is your brand, but mm-hmm. the big the Big Four Wheel, the 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 Jeep. It's a, it's a thing, bro. Yeah, like, man. where that come from? So what? I've always kind of been a truck guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my first mixtapes out of high school uh, in 2008, I was sitting on, like, my Land Rover. So i always kind of been, like, the big truck guy. Okay. Uh, but the four-wheel shit came from my man, Carnell. You know what I'm saying? Me and Carnell, 
Man, man, me and me and game, bro. That's my right hand, man. If if we always say like, bro, if you Jay, I'm Bigs. I ain't Dame because Dame loud. You know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, no bullshit, man. A couple years ago, I had another Jeep. Me and him was sitting in the Jeep, smoking, and I was like, man, what I'm gonna do next musically? Like, what's the next play? He was like, bro, you know, everybody loves somebody. You need to be loved somebody <laughs> now, man. And I was like, what? He was like, nah, bro, for real, man. Listen to me, bro. Everybody loves somebody, bro. Listen to me, bro. What's up, buddy? Loves... voice, though. That's how, that's how listen, listen, listen bro. Listen, bro. Everybody loves somebody, bro. Listen to me, bro. Listen to me, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Look, you always in a Jeep. You do wild shit. The flow off-road. That's some four-wheel shit. Bro, you love four-wheel, bro. <laughs> Just like that. Listen, so, so I'm going to tell y'all, like, oh, some... My nigga, like, I can't, certain shit you can't make up, man. We sitting in the Organic. Jeep, we laughing, we joking, we smoking. I'm laughing this nigga <laughs> off. Ha, 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 ha. We get out of the Jeep. I sit on the car, still laughing. I say, man, take a picture of me. I say, take a picture and shit. And I hashtag the shit, little four wheel. Just laughing at him, joking with him. I go to the mall, bro. And a nigga was like, what's up, four wheel? <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what it is. So that's I, it. I hit him. I say, bro, it just you take, it's got, it's, you can't name yourself, dog. No, nah, not at all. I say, <laughs> I said, gang, I'm in the mall, bro. And a nigga just said, what's up, forward? He said, I told you, my nigga, that's the way to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man. So, yeah, so that's what it was. Uh, I was love for Will before I had all these damn kids, now three deep. Yeah. So we big four wheel now. They all my littles, so. Word, yeah, but it's word, still four wheel for word, sure. Respect. And like respect. you said, it, it, it kind of ties into the branding with the Jeep and shit now. Yeah, so I'm about to say, bro, it, t- it tied in, bro. So yeah. salute like the corner because then the nigga got an eye. Bro, he be on it, man. <laughs> he be on it. You gotta, it's it's you funny, man. It's just, it's we laugh at so much shit. And his, his thing now is saying, uh, Damn, I can't remember what he be saying there. Some wild shit, but he be like, man, I'm super in tune, bro. I'm tapped in. I just know, bro. I be like, all right, man. All right, my nigga. But he don't be missing, though. Hey, bro, you got, hey whatever he say. <laughs> my dog, man. He said he, say he hitting sure. that 100% right I now. Lying, man. <laughs> but no, nah, bro, like, I, I just, I had to ask, bro, because like I said, before you told that story, bro, I could have never, yeah. I could have never guessed that. I just knew, I just, yeah, I just knew this nigga was like, nah, bro, I'm going to go in my head. Oh nigga, I'm I'm gonna go cop this truck and this the mixtape. I'm coming. Uh, it's gonna be another concept yeah. off the mixtape. I'm, no. I'm thinking it's a whole persona type thing, and then it's just a happenstance. Yeah, no bullshit, bro. It's, <laughs> it, each each time, like I've kind of had like a change. I guess it's kind of come from a conversation that I've had with my homeboys because I value my guys' opinion. So I really be asking my niggas is like right there with me all the time. Like, yo, what are we supposed to do next? Because I have an idea. Like I just rap all day. But it's like, nigga, nah, like, what you think should be next? Like, mm. how you think we should move? Because y'all niggas moving with me. So, That's the focus. Yeah, like, well, how should we do this? And like I say, sometimes it's a joke that becomes reality. You know what I mean? Other times it's just our situation. Like, when me and my man Mike, me, Mike, and Carnell were all working in Sports Zone, when Mike was like, let's rap about sneakers. You know what I mean? And we shot the whole movie and shit. Then, like I say, Carnell, we sitting in the truck smoking. He joking. You know what I'm saying? The whole four-wheel shit. It, it just became a whole everything so mm. it turned into two tapes uh nah this tape this new tape ain't an old tape because it had a little four-wheel project come out after that after he came up with the name so okay yeah we just be right. running with it man. part two on the way mm-hmm. like you said dropping dropping next month dropping very soon yeah yep word, 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 word. we got anything else guys we good 
Oh yeah. Hey, that was a hell of a conversation right there, my boy. It's legendary. Appreciate that. I really enjoyed that story. I'm glad. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. This might be NFT in a couple years too. We, we skipped over a lot of shit. Like I remember, man, speaking because I see my brother signing walls. Like y'all say, Mike was here last week. I remember when we were sitting in the living room having a conversation about starting headhunters. I remember when we were sitting in the living room having a conversation about starting Trap Tastic, bro. Like I remember all that shit. Get to it. Like, get to yeah, it. Get to it. Hey, look, we we talked. We talked. I was telling. I wouldn't say nothing. We talked through the that. Yeah, bro. I, I just I figured he, I figured he spun it around to get the oh yeah no nah, shout out to the game placement, for sure you know what I'm saying for sure that's my guys too but I've just been blessed to be around a whole bunch of dope creatives you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. like all my niggas been creative bro we just been on the ground floor I've been on, I've been a part of ground floor conversations and dealings with a lot of shit yeah because all of y'all are like right. let yeah. let bled right into the right. timeline of the next yeah, one facts bro and that's what it was and you, when you saw one you saw the next yeah. like we started really piggybacking off each other like when niggas really started seeing we all had the same type energy you know what I'm saying like headhunters was first headhunters was for show first I remember that, like I said, I remember we sitting in the, in, in Mount Living Room having that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he decided to do it at the rec center. Right. And we did it at the rec center, and I performed at the first one because I won't try to battle no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Then a couple months later, a year or two later, nah, I'm tripping. Maybe a couple years later, but same living room at Mount Crib, mm-hmm. we start talking about doing <laughs> traptastic parties and shit. And Rodney was like, no, I want to do these parties like this. And we're like, no. Nah, <laughs> <I'm laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do these parties like this, and then we. Did the first two trap tactics and them shit took off and it just, you know, my nigga like that's bro, good times. Nigga, I was bro. Well, that they, was the life back then, bro. Yeah, bro, for sure, bro. Before COVID, but pre-COVID, man. Come on, man. Before Shagfest, before Shagfest disappeared, I was uh, yeah, real a part of the first Shagfest. What so was like, that last concert? Uh, when was that? The one they did, the one he so did with Meg uh, Future. But even with that though, the start of that though, shout out to my man Shaggy. Uh, Shagfest was an idea that came about through my manager at the time, Steve and Shaggy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because my man Steve was trying to break me into the whole Virginia Beach club market. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The other scene. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to get into the other scene. That's love, we was, though. We was burning Entourage and Granby Street up on uh-huh. the open mic scene. So he was like, yo, let's go fuck with them. So him and Shaggy had made a showcase at Shockers called Locals Lounge. Yeah, Shockers held, Shockers held a lot of showcases. Damn, I meant to ask you about that too, like your time in the showcases going, how, how far did you go? Cause I, I you know, Shy. Shot was like he used to promoting them back uh-huh. in the day, yep. and he used to go out Hampton and all. That was his blog. That was his blog every day. Yeah, that we talked yeah, about yeah, when he yeah. was here. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I was man. I was on all them shits, bro. Like, like professional rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, bro. Yeah. Like as soon as I got an opportunity to get out here and be the professional rapper, I was saying I was on anything moving. Like when I first started performing, open mics were catered to like poets, singers, mm-hmm. Real. and. Real. Uh, that's it for real. So yeah, I would be a nigga could, rapping and couldn't get nobody your tape and nah, play this beat. That, it was not that, that vibe in there. It was none of that. So <clears throat> so I had to gauge the crowd. I had to learn how to perform to people that didn't weren't there to see me. You know what I mean? They didn't give a fuck about nothing I had going on. I could be nice. But niggas is like, we're not here to hit no rap. We can yeah. hear these niggas sing. You right. Know what I mean? Just snap our fingers. <laughs> not, you know what I'm saying? We're not here for that shit, bro. So some, some uh, cool, some I'm, I'm thankful for them days, though, because like I said, they taught me how to interact with people. You know what I mean? They taught me how to engage with people from being on a mic and looking somebody in their face yeah. and being like, hey, bro, you're not going to clap for me? All right, yeah. cool. And then everybody laugh. You know what I mean? It's some shit like that. So, yeah, I met Shot on, the, on them same open mic showcase circuits, man. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. Shot, uh, Shot was doing 
marketing and PR for uh-huh, an artist uh-huh. at the time named Thad, Thad Williams. And he, I can't remember what the label was called, but he was like the marketing and PR guy over there. And we was just out, me and my man Steve, like I said, we was trying to break in any and everything moving. So we was doing all the showcases, coming up on everybody. Steve was knocking on everybody's door. Hey, this is my man Driver. So that's what it was. And that's how I came across Shot enough. But yeah, we, I, uh, I had, I have seen a lot. I ain't gonna say I had, but I have seen a lot. I have been blessed to be, like I said, on the ground floor of a lot of shit out here, bro. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit. Like the Shag Fest shit, like I said, was locals show was the locals lounge first, then after that they turned it into Shag Fest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh, uh-huh. he had so many local acts and he got Z one oh four to tap in and give him some sponsorship bread. Just grew. It grew. They turned it into Shag Fest. You know what I'm saying? I was the first rapper on the Shag Fest the first two years. When they did it at the Norva, and then they did it at the Virginia Beach Sportsplex mm-hmm. the second year. I was the, the main rapper on both them shits. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, always, man. Just Talk been, that shit, man. Just been in the, in the right place, man. Talk that been shit, the right man. Place. But, yeah, no. Nah. Little resume <laughs> shit. Just resume <laughs> shit, man. Just resume Hold shit. on, man. Hold on, man. I can't. We, we said it. There you go. Uh-huh. We said it. Uh-huh. We said it. When we. It's, it's going to get deep real quick. Pause. Uh. When we when we did the work that was necessary to get into the garage, and we committed ourselves seriously to the podcast, we said we was gonna remove all the lulls. Mm-hmm. That's why we encourage people to talk this shit when they hear. Ain't no lull. There ain't no lull, bro. Ain't, ain't no, no ain't no lull resume shit. Right. We don't. We removing the lulls from every statement that Facts. we making. Facts. We we proclaiming everything as loud as we can, Facts. full chest. Facts. Because it's 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 in the past already. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We we not talking about something that we want to do. We talking about something that we did. Yeah, right, I can talk right. about what I did, right? And whatever manner I want to, right? So I can't. We can't let you do that, bro. We can't let you rock like that. I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. We we, we 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 talked before we might was on. Right. You gave a humble answer then. <laughs> I told you I ain't. We can't let you do that when when shit get for real. You here to I talk your that. shit? I appreciate that, bro. I definitely appreciate that, man. Like, you know, like I just for me is. I just, I'm just so aware of where we trying to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, none of the accomplishments that that I have gained are small, in retrospect, for real. Because you know, um, a lot of the shit that I've done, I don't even think I've seen anybody like on my level like do yet, or even just try to make moves to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ain't gonna ever front like they small, but I just know where we trying to take it. So they're all just building blocks to build up to where right. we going for real, for real. Mm-hmm. That's all. So, but you know, no, no little accomplishments, bro. No little accomplishments. Right. I did a podcast the other day. They was like, Driver, you know, you could get a blue check on Instagram and be verified. You public figure type nigga for real. I'm like, oh, for real? It was like, yeah, because we same type situation. I was like running down the resume and shit. They was like, yo, you'd have been on the news. You'd have been in city council. You'd have done shit with local government. Your you'd have name done shit is brought up in conversations. Like, yeah, that's what they were saying. It was like, yo, bro. Yeah, nigga was like, a nigga can really Google you, bro. And like, this shit can really like. Resonate with a lot of different shit, like, yeah, and so. it's not it's not one paragraph when your name come up. Yeah, right. nah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Nah. It's like it's years of shit to look up for yeah, you, bro. And again, what we said off mics, like you said, you know, you don't see yourself as as this person that can be verified or whatever. Vaughn asked you, I I said it, but Vaughn asked you to to people in our area. They saying our local culture. You are a mogul, whether you want to. Yeah, fact. You know what I'm saying. You you don't want to proclaim it outwardly, cool. But 
somebody, me standing on the outside, I can call you a mobile pet. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, you've been in multiple spaces, highly performing in multiple spaces. Right. And like you said, it ain't stopping here. You got greater ideas. But, you know, the fact that you've been on these ground levels and you've been a part of at least three major things in our immediate area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here on the Unks, we're going to try to give you a, give you the praise that we feel is necessary. That's yes, all. Sir, that. Appreciate Maybe. that, fellas. For sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because to the people in this room and the people listening, they, the people some of the people listening might be finding out, but the people... People that listen to us on the regular, they they know who you are. Right, right, right. Most definitely. What made in Norfolk is yeah. what Traptastic is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything you name, yeah. they you like, ooh, everybody yeah. going down Flash memory lane. Like, yeah, bro. That shit be so crazy, man, because like you know, like when you living in the moment, not in the moment, but when you're actually living the things that you're doing, you don't see it in the same respect. Right, Because I wake real. up and go to work every day. Like, I'm super blessed to the, to the point of me being able to open the doors and the store is mine, but I'm still going to work every day. So I just see it like I'm going to work every day, right? It don't be that, though, to other real, people, bro. Right, they be right, like, yo, right. man. Man, I had people come in the store like, yo, come on, man. I got to take a picture, bro. I can't believe I'm in here with you right now. I'm like, what, nigga? It's definitely like, a landmark. I'm like, bro, I'm yeah. here six days a week. What you talking right, about? Yeah. Come here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow, too, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, bro. So it's 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 dope to 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 at one because at one point I feel I I'll say that just being like the disgruntled rapper and I say this to all the other rappers out there like why you on your journey, bro? Don't pay attention who not cheering right then and there. You know what I mean? Just acknowledge the love that you getting from who you getting it from and keep moving on your journey and everybody else will follow suit at some point. But you know I used to be the disgruntled rapper like man niggas ain't fucking with me for real, bro. I'm killing these niggas now. I'd be like man whatever and it's so random, bro. Like. I'll be out with my wife. Like, we was at Boyle, not Boyle, but we was at Bay Local. And Shorty was like. That's a spot, too. Yeah, Bay Local is a spot. Go to Bay Local and get you some eats. Brunch is fire. But <laughs> I'm at Bay Local with my wife, man. And uh, our waitress was like, as we leave, and she was like, I know. Okay, listen, I don't want to sound weird, <laughs> but I really am a fan. Like, oh, my God, I love your brand. I love your store. I listen to the music. You're really good. And it's a white chick, though. Like, So I was kind of, like, thrown by this shit, bro. I was like, for real? She was like. Yes, like your energy, your vibe. I love it. Uh -huh, I'm from uh -huh, Norfolk. Uh -huh. Like I know I'm here in the beach, but I'm from Norfolk. I know exactly who you are. Uh -huh. Just keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I'm like, word, damn. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then like later in the week, me and my wife again, we was downtown, and we were. Uh, nah, I'm lying. This was the day before, another sequential order shit. Saturday we had went to brunch. We had went to Waffles on Granby. Yeah, yeah, the waffle shop. That joint not hitting. Granby <laughs> <laughs> waffle shop. That joint right there by the right there by the slow. Yeah, cause yeah, right beside the slow. Cause it's a uh, it's like a delicacy waffle shop. So okay. they is and it's not like a la carte. Everything on top of itself. Right, right. Is it the waffles with the little sugar cubes in them? Yeah, uh -huh. and all the other stuff that they pack yeah, on. I ain't know yeah, it was yeah, like they put a lot of stuff up there. Didn't know it was like it's not, nah, it's not for my palate, bro. What kind of good? A regular waffle. Regular waffle. <laughs> I ain't put nothing on. Let me get a waffle and syrup. I thought we was having brunch, bro. Let me get a waffle, some eggs, some bacon. They had none of that from your man's butt. I had the one. I had a smoked salmon drink up there. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's that chef palate, man. Yeah, yeah, bro, my palate ain't built for it, bro. I was so upset. I was like, damn, man. I just knew we was about to have regular brunch. But we, had, uh, we went there, and uh, as we were leaving there, we sitting in the car. And somebody was uh, driving uh, 
uh, like Uber Eats or whatever, she was delivering the package and she was parked behind me and she was like, hey, she came to the car and was asking me not to move so she could run in and try to drop her package off and shit. But when she came to the car, she had a she said, made in Norfolk. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I had my hat back with some old shit. Like I trapped Tasta hat all the time. So she ain't seen nothing to say made in Norfolk, but she knew it was me though. And she was like, yo, uh, I gotta run into this building real quick, but can you just wait till I come back? So you know they don't they, they, if they tow my car, you can tell them I'm going in and whatever. Oh my God, she run in, she come back. Thanks, I just love the store. I was like, no, I ain't never seen Face before. Face of the brand, life, though, man. Like, oh, yeah. She was like, yo, I love the store. I, she, she she said she seen me perform someplace, perform some old shit, bro. Like, and it's it's just you know it's fire because. I, like I said, I used to be the disgruntled rapper. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, these people ain't acknowledging. But then once I got mm. less focused like on the that, Jay-Z skit. you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, once I got less focused on that and just focused more on uh, being the best me within my craft and just always staying consistent in what I was doing, all that other shit started to come to fruition too. So, yeah, word of advice to my guys: just stay on your grind. Anybody, stay on your chase. Stay, you know what I mean? Stay consistent in what you're doing and just know everything will compile. To Damn. a point of coming this to this nigga head. Drop, you know dropping gems and ain't the camera ain't recording right now. Bro. Damn man, Damn. Well, they got that's this good audio. Yeah, they got yeah, this yeah, good yeah, audio. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. try to get a clip out of that somehow, bro. Yeah, that's it though, yo. We're that's gonna make that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah compile that interest, man. Nigga dropping gems down to I the very end. Yeah, man. But that is, it sounds like we're gonna need a part two. Love a part two, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. We might get him and Malcolm on at the same time. See, hey, see, you so getting, you jumping, okay. you hey, jumping listen, to the end because I was gonna say man. the whole set. Because okay, okay, again, okay. like right. I want, I, I don't want the nigga to feel old, oh, but like I was a little nigga, I was a little nigga, and like my nigga Shep, yeah, is it like set like yeah, I, bro. it's that a gang shit, all man. my guys, bro. Like I want to see them all the, all yeah, the guys like, together, man. Yeah, bro. Like we, and. You know, me and Mount's story is that shit can go and me and Murder Man have done so much together. <laughs> like ground floor shit again. Like, you know, I met Mount in high school and it was just through the music and shit and just, just seeing bro grow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where he is now is we just, we have been in these trench holes together. Yeah, that's sure. real though. We have that's been in these though. trench holes together. Like I say, the first headhunters I performed at, Mount at one time, Mount was supposed to be my hype man, but I was like, that shit not gonna work, bro, cause you a star. Like, it's not gonna, that shit ain't gonna balance out. You gotta be Mout. You yeah. got to be Mout, because you really Mout, my nigga. That's a real like, friend. You know what I'm That's saying? So, friend, even yeah. to this day, I be telling him to rap, but he don't wanna rap. He say he rap, but then he don't rap, and then he do rap, and then he don't rap. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, like I say, I took them niggas to, the, I took him and my man TV to the studio first. Like, yeah. I'll always be my dog. Shout out to TV, always, man. TV, man. He was supposed to be here. I'm a, TV. You listening, nigga? You been ducking the yeah, fucking I've been podcast. That name a lot. Pull him up for a, <laughs> here, man. a year, nigga. Get him up here, man. Another one, bro. Like that's another one of my brothers, man. Like just creative, creative, man. I'm just, I have been blessed to be around a lot of dope individuals with really? good energy, man. Really? Like even like y'all, just everybody, like all of us. We we all got similar circles. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So it's just all just fire. You know what I mean? How this really? shit all take shape though. Really? Like for real, for real. And just seeing seeing how everybody grew differently, man. Like we we talk we talk about it. We talk about it. Like mm-hmm. everybody knows somebody. Most definitely. And if you don't know somebody, you know somebody. Know somebody. They know somebody, bro. The degrees of separation is like two people. There might be two or three people at best, my nigga. And it's like, and it's it's just fire because everybody I feel like is within ten years of each other is like all love. You know yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. We all like are just. 
super big on entrepreneurship. We super big on seeing each other win, just trying to help each other get support, to another space network, and support. Yeah. Like, it's fire, bro. It's, it's dope. Because I remember, like, 10 years ago, it not quite being like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the scene Ooh, and the I culture, yeah. the culture trying yeah. to develop itself and trying to figure mm-hmm. out, like... Everybody wanted to have control. Yeah, yeah. like, what we were, who we were going to be, what we were going to do, and then, like, everybody kind of just fell into their lane, and it just worked out and now you see a whole bunch of love it's like an overflow so that's fire yeah i'm glad you said that because i didn't realize that but i I felt it like i was trying to figure out when when did the transition happen yeah because like, it is it's a whole that bunch is, of, you have brought that up more yeah. yeah you brought that up a couple times like when when did we really see the effects of it yeah like right. we we talked about it amongst ourselves like we all we was always people that like all right I'm gonna fuck with him. I'm gonna fuck with him. I'm gonna fuck with him. Even if they all do the same thing, right. everybody can get love, and we can right. we can support everybody. Right. And that's how we always felt right, individually. Right, right. And then we started to see it branch out as more yeah. more so on the times. Yeah, because at one time niggas was man, they fuck with that. I don't know him. That mm-hmm. now is like, bro, you can just speak, bro. We can be friends, bro. It's cool, but they yeah. like. You probably you probably friends with my cousin or my uh-huh. cousin. Uh-huh. No bullshit. You might, yeah, you nigga, might you be might be my cousin. Be my cousin <laughs> Like, yeah, man, it's just, it's a different time, man. You know, it's still kind of hot here and there with the younger niggas, but within our age group, though, yeah. I will say that you see a lot of, like, support and a lot yeah. of encouragement, so that's fine. Mm. I'm going to ask you one thing real quick, just because you kind of kind of spoke on it. Would you be an uh, elder statesman, uh, a face in the pillar in Norfolk, mm-hmm. in, the, in the area, to the, to the, to the young guys, because... As all politics started on, on that, like that's our idea for the podcast was right. that we needed to start being in front of and speaking to purposefully the younger guys, right? And being that we are the unks at the cookout now, right? That is our whole message and branding. Like we the unks at the cookout. It's time for us to speak to the guys that's under us. We had the kids on a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a what's um. I'm sure you are speaking to the guys, but what's something you can say here while you with us on the mics that could be reverberated out a little bit further to the to the young the younger group? Uh, like I said, man, consistency. And just to, to to my younger homies, what I always tell my younger homies, because you know, like I said, I used to teach. Yeah. So like a lot of the kids that I used to teach now are in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. So when they come when they come into the store and shit, it's Mr. Driver, I'm still Mr. Driver. You know what I'm saying? Which is wild, funny, but. Uh, they come to me now and they, they look look to me for different advice, you know, just from a younger male space. And I always tell them, you know, the energy that you project is the energy that you receive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biggest things that you got to know. I smile every day. I'm always pleasant because, you know, I don't really want to bring any negative right. energy back my way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if it happens, it happens. But, you know, we can't walk around with a pessimistic thought and negative energy and expect things to not be in the same right, sense. Right. So, you know, that's what I always tell the young niggas, like, my young homies, like, I call them my sons, and they not that much younger than me, but they still call me Pops and Mr. Driving shit, and they, 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 they be feeling me when I tell them that, like, you know, uh, consistency will get you what you want, for sure, in any respect. If you consistently putting your energy into something negative, you're going to get that shit back. It's going to keep coming back to you. And you're going to be like, damn, why I keep taking these L's? Well, 
you robbed a nigga last week mm -hmm. you did some dirt the week before that like some people call it karma if you want to believe in that that's what it is but it's the consistency of life the things that you consistently divest, uh, invest your energy in you receive you know manifestation is real yeah you know what i mean thoughts become things and all that stuff all so, of that. so i always tell like the homies be mindful of uh be mindful of what keeps your mind full. Be mindful of the things that you that you internalize all the time. Just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like just be just be all super, types of game. Yeah, super mindful of that, man, because what we what we internalize and project out is what we receive back. Mm -hmm. So I always just try to give gems. I try to get a niggas game. I try to always be, you know, uh big homie, young OG driver in a sense, cause I don't I don't never want you to feel like I'm leading you astray or my energy wrong and you got yeah. the right reason to come off of me on some inner weight. Nah, we always, yeah. always positive, always good vibes and shit. So that's what I give to the young niggas too. Man, give the energy out that you want back. You know main what I'm saying? Thing. Yeah, main thing. Consistency is key for but sure. I don't think we can wrap up no better than that, bro. One more again. Let's get it strong. Can I get a year? Year. Um, Politics, man, we rapping. It was a great episode. Make sure y'all follow the Unks on all socials: uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of that. Wherever you at, we at. All of that. Yeah. All of that. Wherever you listening at, we at Spotify, Apple, Google Play, whatever, because it's whatever. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe. And tap the fuck in. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got a driver in the building. He going to give y'all his rundown one more time. Yes, sir. Unks Politic. And this is Amir Driver, A Driver. We live made in Norfolk every day of the week except Sunday, but we might be there too. You know how it goes. Make a dollar every day. You got to get to it. Location is 700 North Military Highway, Space 2006. It's better known as the Made in Norfolk Apparel Clothing Store. This Made in Norfolk is high fashion. This Made in Norfolk is the culture. Uh, 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 this made it off against everything, but by now I'm sure you know that. You feel me? Yeah. God, God. damn, that boy good.